talk to me here. Why is it that iconic music groups rarely tour together in their prime? And if they do, why is there generally always some kind of controversy surrounding the pairing of the two? See rock and roll, for example, hair metal days especially. Furthermore, why is it that all-star teams in sports don't work? You figure you take the best of the best, assemble them all together as an elite super team, but still, there is always more drama than production. Additionally, why is it that when a comedian headlines a show, they ensure that the comedians opening before them are at a lower talent level than themselves? The point I'm making here with all this, folks, is that plain and simple, a good act is hard to follow. It requires an emotional discipline possessed by very few. It's hard to play side by side with someone who's already a legend, with their own accolades, without getting into your feelings about your accolades that you do or do not have. It takes poise, and let's cut the formalities. It takes balls. So on today's episode, we're going to try to praise some of that fortitude by talking about one of the biggest horror sequels of all time, Richard Franklin's 1983 follow-up to the Hitchcock classic, Psycho 2. So if you're checking in with us today, I'm beyond thankful, and we hope you enjoy your stay. So without any further introduction, here is our take on Psycho 2. Welcome back to the Sloppy Horror Podcast. I am your host and your scary movie companion, Christian Ramey, and back again for another week, clapping them cheeks, the best producer in the whole wide world, Mr. Ozark Mark. Ozark Mark, what say you? How are you down there? How are you feeling? Hello, everybody. Again, thanks for coming back. You are a sexy individual, you. You're you know looking what this, good. You know what this candle says? What? When this is lit, give me that dick, okay? Mm-hmm. It's clearly my wife's candle. Yeah, I don't it's... like it between two dudes right now. It's not a good candle. You well, need... I don't either, and I saw it, but it smells good down here, okay? It does smell kind of good. Okay? Yeah. But maybe, you know, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what it has to do with that, but I just realized that because we thought the power was going to go out last night. We were going to record last night with some crazy windstorms. It was a wicked storm. It's still windy out now. Yeah. I don't, I don't know how to handle all Mother this. Nature's tooting everywhere. It is, man. I saw the Wicked Witch of the West flying by. I've got my little dogs inside. He can't go out there. Those fuckers would blow away. It's <laughs> like a tumbleweed. <laughs> Arm, or arms and legs are straight out. Just. Do dogs have arms and legs, or is it just legs? <laughs> I mean, stop hitting me with these questions. I don't. I mean, I don't know. I I think it's arms and legs. I don't know. <laughs> no, because they say dogs have four legs. All right. Mm-hmm. Yep. That just answered that question. I know. Bam. Your dog don't have arms. No. If somebody said that to you, you'd be like, "Yeah, he does." <laughs> See, these are things we're thinking about to start off this episode because we're feeling a little bit, you know, let's be honest, a little bit psychopathic. Like a psycho. I work I work across from a psycho every week of my life. His name's Mr. Rosark Mark, okay? I'm not going to tell you his body count, but he scares me, all right? He's the reason I'm in this chair. He says if I'm not here, he'll find me. So here we are, okay? So this movie... 
uh, that we're talking about today may really hit home with those arc, Mark. I don't know if he's ever seen it. It was a recommendation from one of our listeners, Rebecca. She's been recommending it for quite some time. And I'm also, you know, I'll go into later in the episode about the original because we haven't covered the original. Well, don't talk about much of the original because that might be a different episode. I know. I know. It might. It's it going might. To, it's going to be eventually. There's no way it's not. It might. No it way might. it's not. Not a fan as much as everyone else. What, of the psychos? Of the first. But that's another story for another time. But what we're talking about today, folks, is also, you know, Psycho 2. Psycho 2. 2. That's dose for the people south of the border. Anthony Perkins coming back to reprise his role as Norman Masturbates. And he <laughs> he comes in. And, and, and let's be real. Let's be real. Anthony Perkins as an actor had somewhat of a troubled career, which makes me sad because I think he's a great actor and I love him. And, uh, you know, he grew up in a time where it was hard to come out as a gay person. Uh, and he, I think he was bisexual, honestly. But, you know, if you look into his life, he had some troubled history. I mean, uh, unfortunately, he passed away young uh, from AIDS. But I, I think if you go back and watch all of his performances, there's a glow that he has that, like, no matter what movie I see with him, um, you just kind of re- you just recognize his acting chops and just say, like, wow, man, he was like a once-in-a-lifetime kind of talent. Um, even somebody like a James Gandolfini, somebody that just dies young and like you go back and watch The Sopranos and you're like, bro, like were you just, you were just put here to give us just great entertainment and you just left? That's crazy. Like, you know, it's it's hard to perceive. That's usually how it goes. Mm -hmm. If you're good at doing something for the people, you have a 50-50 chance of dying early. It's true. You do. That's why. I never want to be great. <laughs> You're just, Ever. I'm staying under the radar. Now, if I have an opportunity to be great, no. I'm going to be pretty good. I'll be all right. <laughs> I'll be just good enough to get you there. But that's about it. I understand what but you mean. But Psycho 2, yeah. Um, well, hold on now. We, 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 can't, we can't give any synopsis yet. Why not? Look, guys. Oh, yeah, you got to do the thing. I do, guys, because this is quite important. For all of the people who are coming in, watching on YouTube, we appreciate y'all. So go ahead and make sure you're subscribed to the to the channel here. You Smash like the video? that like button. Smash. No, we can't do that, but you guys can. You can help us out. It's completely for free. For all those people looking for a way to support the show because you say, hey, I love listening to your show, guys, and I love the fact that you guys have no advertisements on here. You're not selling us any dumb shit except shit that you guys create. And that's that's what we'll do. But if you're interested in that, we got a Patreon where we got bonus episodes talk about all kind of shit, everything from ghost stories to Ozark shower stories. There's all kinds of things happening, okay? You don't know. We got a whole episode dedicated to the Devil's Hot Pockets. You want to know what that's all about? You could find that at patreon.com slash sloppy horror. Or, depending where you're listening, you can check out, you know, down in the info below, the description, and you can find the link for the merchandise. Ozark did a wonderful job at creating all of this stuff, and I'm very proud of him. (coughs) Very cheap, very fun way to support the show. It's so fresh that I want some of it. I know. I know. So, that's 
that's where we're at, folks. Help out Sloppy Horror. You're looking for a way. That's how you do it. Patreon, merchandise, liking the videos, rating us wherever you're listening. Apple, Spotify, uh, your, your sister's bedroom. I don't know. Okay, but I will promise you, this is the number one show most likely to be listened in your sister's bedroom. That's correct. Just kidding. Just kidding about the last part. I don't know. No, you're not, actually. I don't I don't I don't know what's happening. Binga da bam. Wow, psycho too. Wow. Give me a give me give me hit me hit me, sir, and the people. Through their ear holes. What yeah. the fuck is this movie about? So, Psycho 2. I guess you have to be a little familiar with the first one, the story of Norman Bates. Norman Bates, young man who went crazy, who lived with his mother, who was also crazy. They ran a motel. He ended up poisoning his mother, killed her. He got locked up in an institution. He also killed another woman in a shower. Okay. You Jan- might be familiar with that. It's probably one of the most famous kills in a shower. Uh, probably honestly, the prob- reason a lot of people are afraid to get into the shower. Probably like the most analyzed three minutes of film history you know, mm-hmm. just intense. Actually, I heard something the other day. What was it? I forget something. Oh, the, it, it's the JFK. It's the most watched piece of film ever. What is? The JFK assassination. Oh. Um, so, that being said, aside, aside from that, that little three minutes in Psycho, the shower scene, very overanalyzed. Hitchcock is, you know, very much reneered for that and I have a lot of uh, melancholy towards Hitchcock myself just because he's more of a uh, style over substance kind of guy. It's a lot of cinematography, a lot of extra shots, a lot of things that in my eye, it doesn't make you a bad filmmaker. No, not at all. But does it dull down your film? Yes, and sometimes too much for me. Um, So I'm not some... I'm I'm not going to say I hate Psycho by any degrees. Uh, I'm just saying it's probably not my favorite out of the Hitchcock um, wheelhouse. But I very much respect what he's done for horror. I love what he did later on in his career in like the Alfred Hitchcock hour. And then he like brought on other directors. Kind of like a Twilight Zone sort of thing where they made little mini episodes. Love it. Um, So I, I definitely appreciate what he did. But I'm more of a substance over style kind of guy. But everybody's got their preferences. But I think what Psycho 2 does is kind of step a little bit more into substance over style. Still in the style department, but steps more towards substance because we have a different director going on. Okay, so Psycho 2, Anthony Perkins has served... (laughs) Norman Bates, I'll say. I won't say the actor's name. Norman Bates has served his time in the institution. Now he's old, and the state has to let him out. And in the court... uh, one of the Loomis family, uh, Loomis was like the like the lawyer dude that Janet Lee's character was running off with in the first one, right? So he dies, so his family is there, upset that Anthony Perkins, Norman Bates, is going to get out. But the judge is like, fuck you, it's his time, he's getting out. So this man gets out, he's kind of under the care of this guy named, uh, you know, Dr. Bill. And Dr. Bill, uh, Dr. Bill is great, he's played by Robert Loja. I love that guy. Robert Loja. He's played, I mean, A, he was in Scarface. You know, he played Frank, who was probably the fucking Diaz brothers. You know, he, it was him. He was great in that. 
The Sopranos, excellent. I love that guy. He passed away. Rest in peace. But he kills it as Dr. Bill. Okay? So he gets out. And Norman Bates isn't all the way right. He's a little bit nutty. And he goes back to stay in the house where it all happened. He goes back to the motel. But he wants to, like, clean it up and essentially, like, reopen the shop. And they give him a little job working as a cook. But he starts kind of seeing shit and he starts hearing shit. But as we start to find out in the movie, it's not just his imagination. Yes, he is going a tad nutty because he already was. But people are also fucking with him and kind of... uh exacerbating that you know they're kind of uh prodding him or instigating his psycho to come out and we find out that it's the loomis family we have you know that mom that was in court trying to rebel to keep him locked up it's her and her daughter they're trying to fuck with him calling him on the phone pretending to be his mother dressing up like his mother hiding in windows just doing shit to mess with his brain you see to mess with his brain but I tell you what, Doctor Bill, this dude, he free, he had Norman's back. He thought that people were messing with Norman. He did. He thought people were. So he tried, you know, tapping phone lines, trying to help him out. But it all comes down to the end, because bodies start popping up missing. Everybody starts. There's like bodies that are dying throughout this movie, and you can tell that this was in the 80s. You could tell this is 83. And what's beautiful about this is I won't say that Psycho was the start of the slasher film. You did kind of get a POV shot. But I would really credit, like, you know, you're going into Peeping Tom and then Black Christmas, Halloween. That's, you know, when you really start to get the, I don't know, the signature touch. Because if we're being honest about the first Psycho, it was really slow in the first part. (coughs) We, I mean, not slow. It's just a suspenseful movie in the sense of, like, a girl running from... She breaks up with her dude, like, taking some money, and she's, like, running. She's on the run. It's, like, more of, like, a drama action kind of deal. And then somebody dies, and you're like, oh, what the hell? It's like a... Turns... It's it like turns. A, it's like a Hallmark horror movie. Almost. Almost. And But it did. At, at that time, it shook up a lot of shit. I'm not going to say it didn't shake. I mean, a lot of people were scared of the shower. I mean, it terrified a lot of people. I'm not here to... If I were to compare it to a current movie, it would be more like an Ari Aster movie. Uh, more like a Midsommar. Or, 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 or like a, you know... that Like kind of that kind of movie. Hereditary. Um, a lot of style. But Psycho 2 takes a different direction... And at the end, though, we find out that all these bodies that are... The point I was making, I'm sorry, I was rambling. But the point I was making, you could tell it's in the 80s, is that Psycho's music was very legendary, right? Like, it it definitely changed the game. But once you got to, like, Friday the 13th in the 80s, it was really perfected. And one thing that Friday the 13th did, and I won't say it's the only reason because it's a good movie, but I think one of the major components of Friday the 13th being being successful was the score. I mean, it's incredible. I mean, you hear it in so many sound bites. I think so much of it has become free use after time because I hear it in YouTube videos, all kind of shit. Beats. The Friday the 13th, like when it's just those strings, man. So it changed the game. So the Psycho score in this is like very much... Psycho and Friday the 13th inspired. And you can also, I would say the kills are a little Friday the 13th inspired as well. 
not all the way as gory by any means, not as much, but just like the POV shot in that tense. Um, you could tell that Friday the 13th really hit a home run. You know, they were like at the top of their shit. It was definitely a nice follow-up to Halloween. So, <laughs> I don't know, man. I It's a fun little time stamp of a movie to kind of see what's going on. At the end, we do find out that all those bodies popping up were really... There's kind of an in Night Shyamalan twist. At the end of the movie, we got this lady, Emma Spool, who's been in the movie kind of throughout it. But turns out that she's Norman's real mom. And Nor uh, Norman's mom, her, had her really young. And then she had the baby out of wedlock. So the aunt took her. And the aunt was, you know, the woman that claimed to be Norman's mom mm -hmm. and took care of her. And he's like, what the fuck? So he poisons her and kills her. And one of the most funniest scenes in movie history. <laughs> you know what's funny about that is there's an Eminem song called Role Model. Yeah. And um, when I saw that, when he hits his mom over the head with a shovel, just straight fucking kills her. <laughs> you know what I mean? First of all, it's fucking hilarious. But two, it clicked. It was like I finally understood that bar because his bar was go. He goes, he's like, I'm about as normal as Norman Bates with a premature birth that was four minutes late. And he goes, Mother, are you there? I love you. I never meant to hit you over the head with that shovel. And it just clicked. Like, you know that meme where it's Leonardo DiCaprio and the uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood just going, hey, 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 like looking at the TV. Mm -hmm. and like it clicked like, oh, that's where it came from. Yes. I got it. It all made sense. It all came together there. It's all together. Yes. Exactly. I've never seen... I didn't know there was a Psycho tale. I didn't. So, I was kind of iffy when you first told me about it. I was like, there's a Psycho too. Like, all right, like, how's that going to come up to the original? Because the original is such a stable of a movie. But I enjoyed this one a lot more than the first one. Same, dog. I enjoyed this one a lot. Uh, same, a lot more than the first one, but there's a lot of great acting. Yeah. There's a lot of great actors, people that you know throughout it. You got uh, Dennis Franz, is that uh, the guy running the hotel is uh, Warren uh, Tooney, I think his name is. That guy's hilarious. Mm -hmm. And he gets fucking murdered. Like, he gets a knife to the face. Yeah. That was nice. All right, well, let me ask you this. Between these two kills, which one do you think is worse? Miss Loomis getting a knife through her throat, through her mouth, out of the back of her head, or Doctor Bill when he gets stabbed and he falls from the second floor ah. and lands on the railing on the knife. Oh, both of them maybe go yeah. Yeah, those... I don't know which is worse. They're both good. <laughs> I like that. I don't know which one's worse. I like that Doctor Bills Bills was so abrupt though. It was just like. <clears throat> Like, just like, <laughs> dude, he lands Ow. on the knife on the railing in his chest. It's like Ow. a South Park death. It was. <clears throat> oh, very creative. I'll give it that. But it, it's one of those. Like, I haven't gone like ah in a while. But I saw that. I'm like, ah, God. So the sheriff is funny too. The sheriff is great. The sheriff cracks me up. Live apart when Miss Loomis. He finally, for, uh, Ms. Loomis comes, tries to talk to the sheriff about, like, hey, have you checked Norman? You know, he's doing crazy. He's like, oh, how you doing? How's your husband? He's dead. <laughs> he goes, oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> How's your husband? He's dead. Oh. 
Oh. Oh. That's that's just, you know, that just makes it a funny movie because it has the great dialogue of old school. You know, you know that it's not going to be special effects around every fucking corner. And I don't know. For me, old movies, I'm not trying to sound like that kind of dude, but the, just old movies are better in my opinion. I like watching them because there's actual dialogue and it's people talking. Um, mm-hmm. You got great story writers too. Tom Holland's obviously at the the height of writing this, um, or at the helm of writing this movie. And you could tell it went a different direction. It was more of an 80s movie than an Alfred Hitchcock movie. And I, I really don't mean to rag on Hitchcock. He's just not my style. Not Not all the way for me. But not the discredit Psycho's place in horror. Because you need those kind of movies to shake things up from time to time. Yeah. You do. I just... Um, the, even with the shower scene in the original, because they reprise that. Or, you know, they, they have the beginning of that... Sh- or they have the shower scene at the beginning of this movie. Uh, it's such an iconic scene that they're just like, we're going to put it right here. Yeah. I thought I was like, did I pick the right one? Because I had to rent it. I was like, is this the right fucking movie? <laughs> oh, dude, there was this, uh, I saw this app that had it, like, Fossum, or, mm-hmm. and it's free. Well, thank you for alerting me of that after I paid $4. Hey, $4 is $4, though. I'm what glad you, you, do? you liked it, though, so at least yeah. it's like, you're like, all right. Yeah, I liked it, and I'll tell you what, um, I don't know if you ever watched the series, um, but if you're a fan of the Psycho movies, the the, the series, it's like three or four seasons. The Bates Motel? Bates Motel. That shit's good. It was, and they did a really good job of recreating the house exactly how it is. I mean, everything's to a T. The living room, the kitchen, the stairs, the bedrooms, the motel. Of course, they add like different side stories to it because it's a series. But the a- actor who killed it is Norman Bates. I mean, what's hey. that girl's name? Vera Farmiga. That girl that played her. Uh, she was in the Conjuring series, and then she was also in that movie. Yeah, and she was in The Departed. Mm-hmm. She does a really good job. So, oh yeah. So, if you haven't watched the Bates Motel and you're a fan of this movie, I recommend that little fireside series on your next trip of series. It's very good. <laughs> very good. Very impressive. Watch it now. Tell you what, man. I need to find me a girl who will follow me into an abandoned house, go through the basement, sit on an old, dusty-ass mattress, and let me cop a feel. Yeah, bro. <laughs> now, that's a, that's a uh, ride or die, dog. Oh, for sure. Who the fuck's going to do that? Hey, let's go smoke weed and bang in the old Bates basement on a dirty-ass mattress. That would have been that would have been me trying to sweet talk at sixteen. Probably could have worked. You want to go to a haunted house and bang, put spirits up in that giner? <laughs> she might have said maybe. <laughs> she might have said maybe. Spirits up in that giner. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a favorite part of this movie? Mm, if I'm gonna go like outside of a kill. Uh, what's his face? Toomey at the diner was pretty fun. He that that was a fun scene when Norman was being stabbed. That was pretty crazy too. He's yeah. just like, oh, oh, both between the hands too. One in that hand, one in the left hand. I love the cheesy like how <laughs> off the hand, the prosthetic hand is that they're stabbing. It's all, it looks like an old like. You know, like sausage links, mm-hmm. and when you let them out and you're lazy and you fall asleep after breakfast and you come back in the afternoon and it's just like 
been sitting on a stove for hours. That's what the hand looked like. It's funny, too, because you could tell kills are like anything in a movie. They're going to take spend more on certain ones. You could tell Toomey's death was definitely expensive. Like, this, the face slash was awesome. Yeah. That was awesome. And then uh, Mrs. Loomis's like, knife face, that was pretty, that was good looking still. Yeah, that was still pretty, like, all right. Yeah, that, that's at the tone. Yeah, bro, that was good. Yeah, landing on the knife, though, that's, like, not even that extreme CGI-wise or, like, practical just... effect. It's just effective as fuck. Oh, it is. I feel like that was last minute, too. Like, I bet, I bet like, in the original script, it's like, all right, he's going to get stabbed, he's going to fall over the railing and die, and somebody's like, nah. Like, how crazy would it be if he landed on the railing, <laughs> on the knife? Hear me out. <laughs> I feel like that's what happened. <laughs> No shit, dude. Could you imagine, though, like the whole handle would go in you? Oh, yeah. From that force. Oh, God, dude. That was bad. So bad. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> yeah, he's a. I love that actor, though. He is great because he was kind of a nice guy in this, and it was strange to see him in that, especially if you see him in The Sopranos because he's like older than this. Yeah. He's, like, fucking 20 years older than he is in this movie, in The Sopranos. And he, like, kicks this lawn care guy's ass. And he's like, this isn't your neighborhood anymore. Thought I told you. He just beats the shit out of him. And he's just yelling at him. And you're just like, yep, you're just an angry old man. Mm-hmm. Somebody's angry old grandpa. I don't need all the aggravation. Of that he is. Mm-hmm. You're correct. I live to be that. An angry old grandpa. Ozark Mark, what's your favorite part of this movie? I don't know. I have to go outside. I'm just going to go with when he hits his real mother over the head with a shovel. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Makes their team just like, are you sure you don't want a sandwich? <laughs> then he fucking whacks the shit out of her. And it's not like a subtle, like realistic. It's like a Looney Tunes thing. She just gets hit and go. What do you think of whenever somebody over. says toasted cheese sandwich? <laughs> toasted cheese sandwich? Yeah. It's going to be this now. I thought a big gay owl from South Park. Yeah. Take some of my toasted cheese sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> That's what made me laugh, too. Yeah. He's always offering people food. Mm-hmm. Very hospitality-like. Yeah, he's you know he's nice but weird and creepy. Yeah. But I do like... I like this... I like this movie does build a lot of suspense um i think that's what makes it one of the best things about it the score plus just the suspense building especially towards the end when everything starts to go down oh yeah that's when you know that's when it gets your heart racing a little bit you're like oh shit what about what about jennifer tiller jennifer tilly's younger sister meg tilly she kills it in this she kills it as mary oh yeah she does. She crushes it. You can definitely, you know, you can see that they're sisters. Yeah. You can tell. You can't tell. 100%. You can tell. Now, what you should do, you know, in the dating game, step out like Norman Bates. Put holes in the shower. Start playing the piano. Be weird. Make sandwiches. Apparently it works. Yeah, it kind of does. Apparently it works. Yeah, man. You just gotta make it work. Look at look at Anthony Hopkins and Magic. He was weird as shit, and that girl loved him. I know. What am I doing wrong? 
Be creepier, dog. Tone up the creepy. <laughs> I guess meet, so. Meet the love of your life in a parking garage. <laughs> hey. Start following her. I just really love the way your hair smells. <laughs> Boom. Married seven children. <laughs> <laughs> you remember Wedding Crashers? It'd be a situation like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's 100% how it would be. <laughs> what could you do, man? What could you do? But honestly, a pretty decent sequel, a pretty good follow-up to a legendary movie. And like you said, I, I prefer this to the original. And I don't hate Psycho. No. I don't it hate doesn't. It. it doesn't happen that often when you prefer the second over the first. It doesn't sure. happen that often. But in this case, at least for my case, it happened. And I don't even feel that way with The Godfather. I love The Godfather 2, but I really go Godfather 1 over yeah. The Godfather 2. Mm-hmm. Of course, of course. You know what's better. You know what's good. It's good stuff. The Godfathers are easy to get sucked into. Yeah. If I, like, if they're on in the weekend, you're on, like, just chill mode. Yep, like, well, I guess I'm going to sit here for the next six hours. I'm going to be a piece of shit for a long time. <laughs> 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 Commercials and all, you're just... I'm going to take a nap through the second one, you know, wake up at the end of it. <laughs> and I, there we go. <laughs> yeah, man. Sometimes those days are needed for your needed for your soul, though. I'm hitting the table over here. I know. You're shaking everything up. You're messing up my production value. Wow. I feel good. All the time. So, we've talked about some key, key moments here, okay? But we can't leave out the fact that all this is inspired by a novel, the Robert Bloch novel. Okay, that inspired the first film, and without that, which was loosely inspired off Ed Gein, and then this comes into play, and then, I don't know, it's just weird the string of events, how things can happen. Mm -hmm. um, how one small, minor decision to make a movie can lead to, like, even, per example, Friday the 13th, Sean Cunningham wasn't trying to make some legendary character or something to that degree. They were just making a movie, trying to make some success. And then, like, think of it now where people, like, have it on their body and the franchise means something so important to them. But to think it was just started on a whim. Just, like, not even, like... Sometimes that almost hurts to hear, you know? But after time, it gains strength and gains traction. Yeah. But I think... Psycho can even fall in that category, too. Um, it's just, uh, even with, like you said, the Bates Motel. They have such a successful franchise all this time later based off one fucking novel, man. Like, that's kind of cool. Just yep. a small, and you don't know what dude was thinking to write that. He was just probably like, I'm going to write dude, something creepy. It's all over the place. It's even referenced, the Psycho's even referenced in Nickelodeon cartoons. There's Rocco's Modern Life, dude. If you ever watch Rockers More in Life, it's an episode where him and Heifer are like biking across town and they're looking for hotels, and one of them is the Bates Motel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm nauseous. I love Holy that show. Holy shit. It's yeah. all over the place. All over the map here. Wow. But we need to transfer to a different realm, to another world, and figure out some things more about this iconic movie. Are my grandparents there? Hey, 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 hey. 
Hello there, welcome to the What Do You Know Here. This is a segment here where we're here to tell you something that you may or may not know. Now, you've been here before, I don't need to go over the rules, okay? Everybody knows about the weenogasm up in your ass to your brain. One highway to facts here. So, why don't you tell me something that you may or may not know about this movie, Psycho 2, 1983. Look here. Yeah. The fun part about this. I like fun. Universal Studios backlot. That's where they filmed, you know, the, the town of Fairville. The town inside of this movie. Fairville. You know, that's where they're at here. Yeah. This town has gone by many names, let me tell you, sir. How many because names? Six? Look here. It's gone by Kingston Falls and a little movie you may know by Gremlins. Gremlins. Do you know about Gremlins? Gremlins. Do you know about that? Yeah. What about Hill Valley and a place called Back to the Fucking Future? Whoa. These are both the, these are towns in all three of the movies by different names, but the same lot. Wow. You see what I'm saying? Eh? That's a pretty impressive lot. <laughs> it's seen a lot of action. That was loud. I'm sorry, but you know, I you know, I got excited. It's okay. We got compressors. Okay, but I need you know, I need more facts. Keep this rolling here. Okay, I got some facts for your ass here. Check this out. So, you know the house? Yeah. The house was still the same. What do you mean? For number two. It's the same as it was in the first one. They didn't do nothing to it. It's still there. They just showed up again, and then boom, it was there. But the motel, however, needed to be reconstructed for this movie. Whoa, whoa, whoa. So you're telling me it's the same fucking house? What did I just tell you? I just want to know. Do you not listen? You got ears on your head, but you don't hear nothing. Okay. I just told you that. Oh, I got another one. So, apparently... Apparently, the word on the street is that the original shower head from Psycho 1 was supposed to be used Ladies in Psycho. They do. Especially when it's got the settings that go pop, 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 pop. Bow, bow, bow. Yeah. Talk about a no gasm. <laughs> you know what there I'm saying? How can I make my shit vibrate? I can't. I can make a pulse, but I can't make it vibrate. I can't compete with that. I can't make it warm, but you know, what are you gonna do? Anyway, what I was saying was that the original shower head was supposed to be used in the second one. What an iconic shot that would have been. But the problem was, the problem was, it got stolen before the movie was made. That's bullshit. It is. So they got a replacement down there at, you know, probably you know, a the hardware store it. or something. That's probably a lady that took it. I think so. You know, what are you going to do? My hair is progressively moving down my face, and I can't stop it. That's all right. It I cannot good. see you anymore. I don't know where I am. It's a good look. Thank you. Let me tell you something, though. Please do. A little do. fun fact about this movie. Okay. If you go about 25 minutes in, you can see a shadow, a silhouette in the house. And that silhouette is of the legendary Alfred Hitchcock. He's in it? His silhouette of him is in oh. 25 minutes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Pretty nice, huh? I wonder how much that cost. I don't know. I did not know that. That's good stuff. That's good facts. That's fantastic stuff. We got some good stuff here. That, I like that. Two facts from each of us. Yeah, that's four facts. Yeah, that's four facts for the, you know, once bitten, twice shy. I think we've done good here. It's great. I like this. So, what do you think here? What do you think? Is that enough facts for everybody? Yeah, I think so. I, I really uh, um, think so. 
I don't know where the microphone is, by the way. I don't know if I'm talking into it or not. All right. My wardrobe has severely malfunctioned. All right, everybody. Well, until the next time, uh, you keep, you know, having those chasms. Okay, goodbye. Mark. <laughs> Suspense was killing me there. Yeah. Were you under the impression in this movie that Psycho 2 meant that there were two psychos? No. Because if we really want to think about it, all these people are kind of fucked up. All right? You're talking about that mom and daughter combination of trying to set somebody up to go back to the loony bin? That's weird. That's weird. Those people aren't mentally well. That's dedication. That's psycho shit. Yeah. Okay. You also murdered people to do it. Murdered people. Okay. His real mom actually killing people? Not good. Not good. Can't be killing people, lady. Can't be killing people. That's some psycho shit. Yeah, it's, I heard it's against the law. You probably shouldn't do that. Norman Bates. Norman masturbates. This man is clearly a psycho. So, I mean, this whole movie... Now, I tell you who was a funny character, Mark. The man who ran the diner with hairier forearms than Robin Williams. <laughs> and he gets them burned with fryer grease. Oh. And he's just like... <laughs> oh, Lou. <laughs> Especially with them hairy arms. Oh, that would sting. Not good, man. Not good. But he was a funny character. He made me laugh. Jesus Christ, girl, what'd you break now? Uh-huh. Just that anger of just fucking that. Everybody that's worked in a restaurant has that restaurant anger, and they know they feel that dude so much. I know. There's that guy on TikTok I like a lot. That angry chef guy, or he's not angry. I don't know what his name is, but the chef reactions guy, and he's just always in a fucking mood. And he's like, "What do we have here? Oh God!" Like, <laughs> <laughs> I love that guy. He's funny as shit. Dude, people are making some weird ass shit on there, just on purpose. I know, man. It's strange. Like a fucking glob of meat with peanut butter, M&M, Skittles, and eggs. I don't know what the fuck. I reacted to one of them videos. This dude just ate like three pounds of ground beef with a stick of butter and like a bull testicle. Ew. Yeah, I'm not kidding, dude. Ew. Can I, can I show it to you? No, we're in the middle of a show. I know, but like they can hear it. It's, like, very brief. Ugh. It's very brief. I just, like, that's what I mean. And it's it's on our channel. So, you know, they can check it out. But this oh, dude. Oh, okay. Yeah. Ooh. Testicle popsicle. Oh my god. Dude. Those are wings. Dude, somebody has sex with that. Ew. So, yeah, if you guys want to see, like, what that guy's eating, you can find that video on our TikTok. But, yeah, Ew. that's... Yeah, bro. Three pounds of ground beef with a stick of butter with Raw. no beverage. 
Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he like cooked the ground beef, but still, bro. Just with no beverage is what sent me over. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Just let your body process that. How do you not that? wash that down? <laughs> wash it down. What are you doing? <laughs> bro, you could... It, it, fucking disgusting. His fucking bowel movements have to be nuclear. Oh, my God. That... No, that dude has to have a bathroom separated from his house. I hope he's one of those people that's actually like a really good baker, and he's that's just all cake. It could then, be. Then I would be just really, saying cake. Then I'd be really impressed. Like yeah. that's a I would do that. I like cake. I could eat a lot of cake, <laughs> <laughs> especially if it was good. Yeah. And you know you were freaking people out. <laughs> yeah, there's, I, I don't think that's for real what he's eating. I think he's bullshitting. The raw hamburger meat with the raw eggs on it, and him eating that. I did not like that. No. Can you eat raw hamburger meat? I don't think you're supposed to. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't think you're supposed to. I you think need you're to supposed to. I think there's instructions on the package that says do not eat raw. Like yeah. there's 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 repercussions if you eat that. You should at least bare minimum sear ground beef, but like a chicken, no go. You can't do that. No. You can't do that. No, you cannot. Would yeah. you stay in the Bates Motel? And what preface? Like. Would you stay there? With, like, Warren Toomey running it, where he's, like, letting, like, me come in and crank out chicks and do have crazy parties, or, like, with Norman Bates running it? Well, Norman Bates running it. I think anybody else would stay in the other version of it, like, no big deal. But uh, um, the one with Norman Bates running it. If I, It depends. on If I had no place to stay and my car broke down, like, kind of situation, yeah, yeah. But let's be honest. If we're traveling, we're strapped, dog. We're coming in. You know, bring it. You brought a knife I think to a gunfight. I, I think I could take down little skinny Norman in his little outfit by myself by hand. Because mm-hmm. this man is like a 30 mile per hour, 30 mile per hour wind will knock him over. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I would too, probably. And I wouldn't take any of his weird food he offered me either. No. So like I'm not getting poisoned. Oh, what you're saying? <laughs> I want your tea and sandwich. It's cool, man. I got takeout. I'm cool. No, thank you. No. I'm actually, I only eat ground Why? beef and butter. Is that, let me ask you this, all, all the ladies out there. Is, is that how actually you guys take showers? Like just sitting there like under the water like, oh, yeah. Like enjoying it so much. Like I've never, I don't think that's I don't think real. I think that's overfatuated, I but think. I don't know. That's not how I take a shower. I think everyone just lays and you know sits there and analyzes their life, or just you know you just stand and analyze. Just. No, everybody plays with the water for five minutes. There's a video of some guy like playing in the shower, and he, he goes down all the things you've ever done in the shower. Like you let you let you put your uh, hands up against your chest and let the puddle build up, and then just drop it. Okay, mm-hmm. you do that. Have you ever let the water run down your arm till the stream is going off your fingers? You got like little finger guns, like Spider Man. Yeah. Oh yeah, like. Phew. Being that Aquaman, yeah, oh yeah, but usually you can just stand in there and be depressed and think about everything. Yeah, or the some of the best thoughts you've ever had. You'll be thinking like, "Bro, do porcupines only have missionary?" Like you'll be thinking questions like that. Like you know, you're like, "I don't even know, man." (laughs) Do porcupines only do missionary? Yeah, you don't know. They'd have to. Yeah, yeah, or that's a lot of risk reward there, brother. 
That's a lot of risk-reward. You're out there throwing it down like Brett Favre. You know. But what are you going to do? What are you going to do? (laughs) 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 All right. Does anybody know about porcupine? Because now we're curious. With that, with that, let's go into another portal and rate the movie now. Yes, thank you for showing up once again. I know you're interested, like I'm interested, to find out this interesting radio about this interesting movie. And now we're going to do that is the world-famous certified Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. Done by the one and only Christian Ramey himself, the horror nerd, your favorite scary movie companion. He has developed a rating system that makes a horror movie a horror movie. So you know exactly what you're getting into based off the score. Now remember, low score doesn't mean it's a bad score. High score doesn't mean it's a good score. It's just what kind of horror movie you are looking for. And how are we going to do this? We're going to do this in a series of four categories. Three categories worth three points. Last category is worth one point four. A total of ten points altogether. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that's correct. So, let's get into the first category here in the Suppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is casting. Man. Hmm. Hmm. This feels like like a two and a half to me. It's not, like, perfect, but it's pretty high, man. There's some pretty good actors in here. I mean, Dennis Franz... He played on that NYPD Blue for so long. He had such a, I mean, NYPD, whatever the show was. He did so, so great in that. Obviously, Meg Tilly, um, Robert Loggia, fucking Anthony Perkins. There's a lot of big actors. Kind of a superstar studded cast here, really. Yeah, man. I'm thinking two and a half really sounds fair. Okay. We'll go with two and a half. So that's two and a half out of ten so far here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. Let's get into the second category here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is kills. I don't know how I feel about this because there's some fun creative kills and some impactful kills, but they're pretty much all essentially done with a knife. Nothing too grotesque. It's feeling like a one and a half or a two. I don't know which one. One and a half, really? Yeah. Um, I mean, there are they're two of them. Two of them, which is one point to me, which is the Loomis, the throat, the two kills I talked about earlier, the throat, mm-hmm. through the back of the head, stab, and then the stare, falling on the knife, on the railing. That's That makes you go, when it makes you go, ah, all right, that's impressive. That's impressive. Now, again, you go into the other categories, they are all stabbings. So, and you don't see every single one of them either. So let's get in the, put that another half a point there. Bam! You got a one and a half. So, makes sense to me. Makes sense to you. Makes sense to everybody. And if it doesn't, get the fuck over it. So that is four out of ten so far here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating. Let's get into the third and final three-point category here on the Sloppy Horror Podcast rating, and that is fear. I don't really think it's too scary. Suspenseful. It's more suspenseful. Creepy. Yeah. It's creepy and suspenseful. Would you say a point or half a point? Half a point. Okay. 
I like half a point. I was thinking the same, but I presented it the question the other way to see how you would genuinely go. Uh, I agree. I mean, mean, how many people are going to be in a situation like this in the real world? Could happen. It's true. Uh, You know, but again, like the, the, the main character is not intimidating. Norman Bates is not an intimidating man. So he's not scary. He's just psycho. I know. So we'll go with that. That's four and a half so far here on Sloppy Horror Podcast Ratings. Getting into the last final one-point category for half a point each here on Sloppy Horror Podcast Ratings, and that is rewatchability. I'm going to go, yeah. It's rewatchable. It's definitely something I can watch just because it's a movie movie. It is a movie movie. It is rewatchable to me. Good movie. Uh, got a little bit of everything. Good story. Good suspense. Good score. Great casting. Good score. Gets you a little kill fix in there. Plot's a little here and there, but it's it, it makes up for it. Oh, yeah. It makes up for it. Yeah, I think so, too. So, with that being said, with that being said, 12. That is a total of 5 out of 10 for Psycho 2 here. On the Soppy Horror Podcast, right back up in your ass. Stamp of approval. It's good. Stamp of approval. It's good stuff, folks. It's great. Good stuff. Great stuff. Amazing stuff. Cool stuff. Look, guys. It's really good stuff. It's a legendary franchise, and we get to cover it. And that's the fun part about the Once Bitten, Twice Shy season. Gives us the opportunity to hop in some of the obscure ones of the franchise. But there are fun things coming. You guys aren't going to know the full extent of what that is until it's here. All right? You don't know what you get for Christmas until it's Christmas. I can't tell you everything that we're about to deliver to your front door. But we have a couple more two movies, right? Isn't that fun? What what do you think we're going with here, Mark? I don't know. Okay. Beethoven second. All right. The Big Green 2. Ooh. Ooh. Sandlot too. Fuck that. That is a horror movie because how horrible it is. Sandlot's pretty good. Can we just like we're gonna cover Beethoven two one time on the Patreon. Okay. It's gonna be a fun little segment. Sure. Because I love that movie. Of course. But you're gonna have to watch it because I think it's gonna bring you great joy. Okay. Now. Here's the fun part about Psycho 2, or really any of the Psycho movies. I feel like they're uh, thick with a lot of drama in there. So the fun part about the Psycho movies is this feels like a rainy day Sunday Sunday movie. I, I agree mean, with that, yeah. I love those kind of flicks. Sometimes you just need something with a little bit of substance, but not, not too much always, <laughs> you know, but something. That's what I like. And Anthony Perkins obviously crushes it. He kills it. You know what's crazy, man? Mm. Because, like, I, he was one of those people. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if the guy was bisexual or, or homosexual. Either way, it doesn't bother me. You know, I don't care to whatever. But he was married, right? But then, I, you know, so I do think he was bi, right? But the, the woman he was married to until his death, she passed away in 9-11. She was on one of the planes, Flight 11. No way. Yeah, bro. That's sad. I know, not fucked. Yeah. 
Like, that's so nuts. Way to bring the room down. Well, look, I'm just saying, it's just a wild... Um, you appreciate people while they're here. And I think... I mean, I don't know about you, Mark, or I. I don't know how the hell we're going to walk out of this earth, but if somebody can go back and enjoy our stuff after we're gone, like, if somebody... Because he passed away in 1992, right? So if somebody can come back like 30 some odd years later talking about your shit after your death, it's pretty. that's power, dog. Oh, yeah. I really think Anthony Perkins crushes it. Um, I think that's a goal that everybody has in their life is to be talked about after their death. Mm-hmm. He was a bitch. That's how they'll talk about us. Hmm. They'll hate us. Probably. They're going to burn us at the stake. I'm sure more people hate us. Fault. I'm sure more people hate us than they like us. I don't know about nah, that. I don't know. We're too likable, pretty Depends guys. Depends what part of the world. Probably. I don't think we're very popular in Nigeria. We might be. I don't know. We're going to go do a live show in Nigeria then. No. Why? They will accept wanna, us. I do not want to go there. All right. I don't know what's there. I know. Is well, that a safe country? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, it is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We can't. You know, we can't go to Somalia. Don't want to go there. No, no. I don't I don't know many that do. But you know. But you want to go there. <laughs> Not. Like that's funny because like if it says like if you look up on your phone, like if you want to travel there, it literally says like you have to make a will. You need dental records made, like you just you're not gonna come back. So like, it's like Oh. Oh. Gotcha. All right. All right. Anywhere that has warm ocean waters is scary because of sharks. Yeah. Sharks. Any place with an ocean in general is kind of scary. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember going way up north, way up north towards Maryland, and I was crossing these bridges. Oh, the Chesapeake Bay Bridge ain't no joke, homie. Dude, their spiders up there are gigantic. Shit, you not, dude. There's dudes working on this bridge and shit, <coughs> and I'm crossing, and there's webs like thick, like horror movie webs, and then I'm just driving at like 50 miles an hour. You can see the goddamn spiders, like size of your hand. Fuck. Eating birds, baby. Dude. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Anything that eats a bird is scary. Yeah. Yeah, you ain't lying. You know what I want to try though? It's chicken fishing. Ever done chicken fishing? Literally, this dude's got like a shiny lure on the end of his fishing pole, right? And he's and there's a chicken coop, and he just tosses the shiny thing. He starts reeling it in, and all the chickens are chasing it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, that does seem fun. It's so fun. Yeah, it does seem fun. Birds. I think seagulls are the biggest dicks. Dude, they're smart though. They give no fucks. Seagulls give no fucks. Yeah, no fucks at all. But they are smart because they figured out, hey, let's hang, let's hang out by the beach where all these fat Americans are bringing snacks and clean up. It's a good diet. If a bird stole my sandwich, I'd, I he would not make it. You're not gonna catch him. Oh, I'd I'd, I'd follow him no, by the rest won't. of the day. I'd see where he lands with the food, and I would just throw the a velocal object at his head. What if you had a pet seagull? Oh, I'd hate it. I don't like birds. <laughs> Even a seagull? Yeah, I don't like them. I know you don't like birds. You don't like a seagull, though? No. They're funny. They're annoying. They're funny. Yeah. Well, all right. All right. I get you there. But, they're yeah, they'll take your french fries. They will. 
Are you Doritos? Yeah, you told that story how you buried somebody at the beach and poured Cheetos all around them or something? Yes, and I recommend that. Anybody listening, if you want to um, do something to someone that's hilarious every time, and if you're a dick like me, it's going to work. Now, all you need to do is offer to bury somebody in the sand. Every time you do this, as long as you're willing to do the work, somebody is going to be willing to let you bury them up to their neck in sand. I don't know why, but there's somebody that always wants to do it. Always. Always wants to do it. Why? Because you will get a picture. <laughs> so funny. Now, what you do? Just make the picture funny. Once you bury them down there, and make sure you add a little bit of water so they can't like get away. Okay? So pack it down. Add a little bit of compaction to it. Okay? Now, once everybody starts to get the picture, you take a bag of Cheetos, you pour it on their head, and then you run. <laughs> and then all the seagulls will come and swarm their head. Then you take the picture. So never, ever let me bury you in the sand because I will do that. What if I did that to you? I wouldn't let would you, you bury do, Would you disown me? Yeah. What yeah. if your kids wanted to bury you? My fear, I would be able to break the sand loose and get out. Like, I, it would be one of those, like, it, like my body would go fright or flight. I'd get out. I'd get out. How much, okay, how much will it take for me to bury you up to your neck and pour Cheetos and Doritos around you and let seagulls get you? How much? How much? Uh, 25 grand. 25 grand? Mm-hmm. Dude. No. What if yeah. I gave you 100 bucks? No, no way. What? It's not, no. <laughs> They're not, not going to do anything to you. They're yeah. seagulls. They're there for the food. They ain't going to attack you. You might get pooped on, but hey, what's the worst? There's seagulls above like. you anyway. You They're, might get pooped on regardless. They're disgusting creatures. 200 bucks. What if I gave you a joint in your f- mouth while you did it? No? What if I... No, because then they'd take that too. What? <laughs> <laughs> They take that too. <laughs> what if I put you in a coffin with a bunch of tarantulas? No, that's different. No venom. None of them. Have no, and still no. No, I'm not doing that. Just three of them. No, they're somebody's pets. No, I hate those things. <laughs> For twenty five grand. Give me the coffin. Yeah, see, that's when you're like, all right, <laughs> Give me all the right coffin. I can overcome the fear. That's yeah. an adequate amount of money. It's not like a million, but it's like 25. That's enough where it's like, all right, that's going to be worth that day of shit. Yeah, all you got to do is just put your mind, just make your mind go somewhere else, honestly. Tarantulas are cool. And, if, keep, and keep your mouth closed. Especially if they don't have venom, because they're just like, they're not like little dumb, like these little spiders suck that are like microscopic and like see-through. Like, I don't like those fuckers. Like, what are you all about? Dude, have you ever seen... Or heard of the island of spiders? No. There is an island. It's a small little island somewhere out, and it's home to nothing but spiders. Some of the biggest spiders I have ever seen. Fuck all that, dude. Dude, it's fucking terrifying. Like, there's a spider literally hanging in a tree, and it's about half the size of the fucking tree. It's fucking disgusting. We should test nuclear bombs on that island. No, because then you're going to get nuclear spiders, dude, that are even bigger. That's a good point. We should just fire. Just fire. Flamethrow it. Yeah. Dude, I'd be scared. Napalm. Oh, yeah. That's the only time it's ethical is to burn Spider Island. 
<laughs> the Geneva Convention. convention dude, if can I was, if it, dude, if you were stranded on ocean, can you imagine if you shipwrecked and then you're on a float and then you finally see land? You're like, fucking thank God. And you get on there and it's Spider Island. It's like go right back on the raft. Yep. Fuck no. Nope, we're not doing this. No. Well, that went off in a direction I did not foresee. Spider Island. Spider Island. Let's throw a music festival there, Spider Island. <laughs> Ew. I'd be sitting there, like, hitting them with golf clubs, like, fucking teeing them up. Now, that would be fun if they Shit said, like, we're, hi- we're hiring a remote squad of spider haters. We're going to equip you with, like, the coolest suits and, like, the cool, you know, they can't get in there. They're, like, space suits, and you just got to go through and flame them all out. And you gotta take you gotta take care of business. Yeah, I'd pay to do that. <sighs> You're just screaming behind the mask because they're like crawling on your face. You're like trying not to burn yourself. Oh god, that's a horror movie with itself. <sighs> Fuck that. We All just right. made a horror movie. We did. Spider Island. Island. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll sell out and make Spider Island Two: The Nucleus Spiders. <laughs> Ah, all right. Nuclear spider. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that's it for us here. We're going to get out of here. But we love you. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks, guys. Once again. See you. We love you. Goodbye. Take care. Bye.